It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Nick Miles is our auto expert, so drop it into gear. It's a green flag. Here's Nick. Well, welcome to this week's show. We are all over the map in this week's show because I am traveling the world. And I'll give you an update on some of the cars I'm testing, including being at the Nürburgring in Germany to test the new Aston Martin DB11 AMR, which is an outstanding piece of machinery. Also, uh, in right now, as I sit talking to you, I am at this very second by the magic of radio I happen to be in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm here to drive the new Lexus ES. Now, if you thought the ES wasn't exciting enough for you, well, there is a new version of the car. And for the first time ever, Lexus have introduced an F-Sport version of the new ES. Now, if you want to know the actual size of the ES, it's basically built on the same platform as the Toyota Camry. So... uh, And the Camry is built on the same platform as the Toyota Avalon. So the ES is actually really an Avalon on the other side of the scale. The cool thing about the ES is it comes with real increase in safety features. It comes with new styling and, of course, that F-Sport, which now means that you can have a much more dynamic drive. Is that what you want in luxury car? Yes, you do. Because if you don't have a dynamic drive, what's worth getting up for in the morning and going to work and earning all that money that you're going to spend on your car anyway? So in Nashville right now, getting ready to test this vehicle. By the way, Nashville is a super popular place to be for vehicle testers. I think I've been here about five times in the last 24 months test driving vehicles. Um, Chevy used it for the launch of the Equinox diesel. It's also used by Alfa Romeo for the launch of the Stelvio. So a packed house for automakers coming to the music city of Nashville to launch their vehicles. But back to this week's show. In this week's show, we really wanted to talk to you about different things you could do to your car. Now, not all of us are in the market to buy a new car. I think I've probably bought five new cars off of a deal a lot in my life. But at the same time, I've bought plenty of junkers. And boy, do I mean junkers. I'm talking about junkers, vehicles that... Uh, probably should have gone to the scrapyard a long time ago. And then I sink a bunch of money into them and do really cool things. One of the things that I've been doing is doing project vehicles. So currently sitting in my driveway, I have a 2002 Land Rover Discovery. Uh, that vehicle is has been given a new lease of life. I think I was the second owner, perhaps the third owner of the vehicle. I've uh, owned it since about 2008. It had about 80,000, 90,000 miles on it. Not the best purchase I've ever made, but it was a reasonable price, around $10,000. And I've uh, sunk a bunch of money into it. It's actually, you're going you're gonna to think I'm some affluent difficult to deal with pompous English brat when I tell you this, but I made the vehicle specifically for my dogs. Uh, Important to say that is because when you're test driving a lot of fast cars like Aston Martins, Bentleys, Rolls Royces, you don't take your five muddy field dogs and stick them in the back and then try to explain to the car company, really sorry, your car got wrecked, but my Labrador chewed through your seatbelts. No, they actually have their own car, which is really my snow car when we occasionally get snow. 
But I uh, I have that in the driveway, and I've been updating it over the last few years. So it's got a completely new dog interior, specially made for the animals. It's uh, It's been wrapped on the outside. It's got really cool bumpers. What I'm trying to say is... I sink a lot of money into, into second-hand cars, and I want you to be able to do exactly the same thing too. So we're going to spend quite a lot of time talking to different people on this week's show about things you can do to your vehicle just to improve their looks or repair things that may have gone wrong. Um, some cool things. For instance, if you have desired having those beautiful leather seats in your vehicle uh, and you haven't ever been able to have them, we're going to talk to Catskin because what do they do? They peel off the old leather and they put beautiful new leather on the inside. Let's get into this week's show and talk to some of the people we're excited to be uh, talking to about some of the best things going on in your car. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Start your engines and they're off. Back to our auto expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Love people who love cars, and today we love them even more because we love fashion too. David Bailey joining us to talk about an event that's going on at the LeMay Museum in Tacoma. Uh, welcome to the show. So apparently we're going to get the chance to see the great cars on display at the LeMay Museum and also see some very nicely dressed people at the same time. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. So tell, tell us a little bit about the event. Basically, what we wanted to do is bring uh, local couture designers from the Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver regions into an absolutely fantastic uh, facility, which is the LeMay Museum. I mean, who doesn't love cars? Who doesn't love, you know, the merging of cars and fashion has been a, something that, you know, over the years has been done. But it's for us, it's kind of a fun thing to, to kind of do on a regular basis. And we have some couture designers that are doing uh, it car-inspired designs. Some of them are just doing their own designs. And, you know, so much of the, um, so much inspiration from these designers has, over the years, been gotten from cars themselves. So it's it's an easy pairing in my mind. Uh, one of the things I do love is the fact that if, if people are doing designs along with cars, it starts to get my mind working, David. I'm just, I'm thinking of how could I get, uh, you know, a Cadillac emblem into a dress or, you know, into a, <laughs> into a suit, that type of thing. Uh, fashion and cars have been long associated. You can't see a TV ad without seeing a, a fashion model involved in it, uh, and especially things like the New York Fashion Week are always sponsored by companies like Mercedes and Cadillac uh, because the, they, they too, as, you know, cars can be seen, I guess, as a fashion accessory. So when is, the, when is this Couture uh, and Cars fashion show, and how do we get tickets to it? Well, the show itself is going to be on July 21st, uh, Saturday, um, and we can get tickets through our website, uh, either going uh, com or going to coutureandcars.eventbrite.com. Uh, and our tickets will range from $75 down to $30. And it just depends on what, what type of ticketing package you're looking to get. Um, one of the packages that we're adding this year, which is kind of a fun one, is actually being able to get uh, tickets to go see the museum itself during the day. So uh, the plan is for people to come and check out the museum during the day, then go out to a nice dinner in the Tacoma area and then finish it up by coming back to the car show or the fashion show. That's awesome. Uh, let, let me ask you a little bit about this, the VIP package. Uh, so is that the one where you get the museum day for the pa or pass for the day? Yeah, 
you get the museum pass, the free drink tickets, and free parking. All right. Which um, in this day, it's just a rare occasion. Yeah, then no, that that I love that part of about it. Now these designs, these couture designers who you have doing the fashion show, can I can I buy their work? Am I going to see it in production? What's the story with the with the fashion? Well, that's that's one of the unique things about them. It, each of them have stuff that you can buy, um, but it's all custom made. Um, whereas a production-ready designer is somebody that you can go buy one of a thousand items of theirs. These are designers that do things of one of one of a kind. I mean, they'll make a re, they'll do a remake of something, but it won't be exactly the same. It'll be similar but slightly different. So, I mean, it still fits in the couture custom side of things. And that's kind of the exciting thing about it is a lot of these designers will go kind of above and beyond. It's not your traditional fashion. You know, some of them, we've got a a latex designer by the name of Donna Matrix who has amazing gowns, designs done in latex, which is, to me, just, I mean, just blows me away. Uh, We've got another couple evening gown designers, Lisa Marie Couture. uh, Both Lisa Marie and Donna Matrix are coming back again this year and were part of our show last year. Lisa Marie is a a well-known Seattle designer. Um, we've got a wedding dress designer uh, by the name of Savani and Couture. Um, we've got a men's line designer who's actually doing men's and women's suits by uh, designed by Thor. He's actually down in the Portland area. Um, we've got a designer, a swimsuit designer by the name of Heidi Fish Swimwear. She's been in uh, Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue a number of times over the last number of years. A very talented swimsuit swimwear designer. Uh, and the last, we've got uh, Maria Venturini, who's Another evening gown designer just showed up in Vancouver Fashion Week and is rather talented, and, and all of these people are rather talented and make some rather unique uh, garments. Now, it's all well and good talking about fabulous uh, things like cars, but if you can't see them, you can't touch them and smell them, you are not winning. And so you can always go to our website 24-7 to find out more about anything we talked about, ourautoexpert.com. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Well, welcome back to this week's show. You know, fashion and cars have been in bed together for many years. Even if you go back to some of the old auto shows of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, they often had very fashionable models standing next to the cars. And so when you think of cars, you often think of the latest in fashion. And we're going to be talking to uh, David Bailey from Couture and Cars in a moment or so and finding out all about uh, Couture and Cars. But I also want to, uh, as we get him on the phone, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the marriage of fashion and cars. Uh, If you even go to things like the uh, New York Fashion Week, you'll see that Mercedes-Benz is a major sponsor of that. And they quite often uh, have the latest fashion in cars. And then, of course, they have uh, black and white gowns. um, They have all different I guess genres you would call it of fashion which join the cars and so it's been long awaited to actually have uh, cars and fashion 
everywhere locally. Uh, people enjoy having the events where you can go and see uh, very beautiful cars and very beautiful clothing as well. So it makes complete sense that you would have an event uh, where everybody gets dressed up and goes out to uh, be fashionable with vehicles. Uh, incidentally, if you want to see some of those fashionable vehicles, you can always always go to uh, ourautoexpert.com where we have some uh, very interesting articles and segments on cars and fashion. All right, David Bailey from Cars and Couture, uh, why wouldn't you uh, be sexy in your brand new vehicle and all get dressed up? Well, I like to wear a bow tie when I, uh, when I drive my new cars, of course. I uh, actually grew up driving. Uh, my dad's uh, getting the opportunity to drive every once in a while. My dad's uh, BMW 3.0 CS which is uh, one of the cars that they're going to be having in the collection. And, of course, there's a new uh, 4CS just coming out. We, uh, we, got, mm. to, we got to see that it, uh, in BMW, showed that to us recently, which was kind of fun. Uh, but it was still in, it's still in prototype. So to see the original CSs is, is, is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that, and, and that's just part of the whole deal, right? You get to see some of these really classic cars at the same time uh, as, as you get to see the fashion. Um, when now when will will this or will this actually sell out do you think or uh, should people be getting their tickets today well i would definitely encourage people to get their tickets early especially if they want to get vip but uh, we have a rather large the facility is a rather large facility and, and we'll probably end up having somewhere around 450 people and i do imagine it's selling out by the day of the show so I mean, if you want to ensure getting a ticket i would uh, encourage going over to uh, to our website which is com or to the direct ticketing, which is com, and getting their tickets as soon as possible, uh, as some of the specific car packages will actually sell out quicker than the others and um, want to avoid people having to get the standing room only situation. Yeah, no, nobody wants that. You want to be relaxed with a glass of bubbly if you're going to watch uh, mm-hmm. cars and fashion. All right, David, thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to seeing you at the fashion show. Thank you very much and look forward to having you guys. Thank you very much for having me. What you missed in that interview was uh, everybody trying not to laugh because we made the connection. And I thought that was pretty funny. Someone that designs latex costumes calling Donna Matrix, as in Dominatrix. I noticed your eyes perked up. (laughs) And then somebody who designs uh, swimsuits called Fish. Just, you know, it's just too good to be true. It can't be true. She specializes right. in latex. That's yeah. the greatest part. I yeah. mean. You guys Do- are dorks. Donna Matrix. We are dorks. <laughs> we're, we're guys. We're car dudes. Como News 1000 FM 97.7. Our auto expert with Nick Miles. We'll be right back. Our auto expert continues on Como News. Here's Nick Miles. Welcome back to Our Auto Expert. I am Nick Miles, and I hope you're following us online at OurAutoExpert.com because uh, many thousands of people are, and they're finding ways to listen to the show outside of regular broadcast hours, which I think is awesome. Uh, Joining us on the phone, Brooks Mayberry from Catskin. If you're not familiar with them, shame on you, because Catskin have been doing interiors for vehicles for many years. Uh, Brooks, how did this all start doing the car seats because it seems like uh, something that's probably taken years to, to, to hone those skills and develop. Well, it has, it has taken years. Uh, thank you. Um, Catskin, um, well, if you think about it, uh, about 
60 to 70 percent of new cars come with cloth interior. And yet, from our studies, we know about 90 percent of consumers want leather interiors. So our company was started with the idea of providing a way for consumers to upgrade their cloth interiors to the luxury, comfort, and durability of a custom leather interior. And so now you provide those leather interiors, but you were telling me before we got going on the air here that a lot of people don't, uh, they don't know that you've provided that interior because when they buy their car off of deal a lot, it magically has your, your seats in it. Well, our, our interiors are sold in a number of ways. And so most of the time, uh, our interiors are currently sold when people are, are buying a new or used car at a dealership. So what happens is that a consumer goes to a dealer and they see the various trim levels that are available for vehicles on the dealer lot. And there's always the base model with a cloth interior. And then they have the luxury trim level that's usually three to $5,000 more that's bundled with leather and a bigger engine and a sunroof, et cetera. And many consumers don't want to pay the three to $5,000 more. And so they opt to buy the base model and upgrade that with leather um, from Kaskin. And and they look nice, by the way, too. I was in Chicago for the auto show and saw your uh, seats in the Snow Patrol, which was the Armada Snow Patrol that they had. And the the seats look really beautiful when you upgrade them. But also you you had custom logos on those seats, and you can do some custom logos, can't you, on on seat covers? We do so much customization. About 50% of our business is what I would call a single-tone factory match-style interior, but the other 50% is heavily customized. Uh, Consumers and dealers put together their own packages. You can customize with different color combinations, with piping, embroidery, perforation, embossing. The permutations and combinations of, of customization that we offer are almost unlimited. What are some of the craziest things that you guys have done? Oh, there's so many. There's so many beautiful things that we've done and so many crazy things uh, that we've done. You mentioned the Snow Patrol. Um, that was a project that we worked on with Nissan, and they came to us um, with this beautiful uh, white SUV, um, heavily accented, and asked uh, if we could work together to develop an interior and we produced uh, a, a very beautiful white leather interior that was embroidered with their logo and had the interior accents that their design folks had had worked on, and we collaborated with them to produce that. But we we produce just a, a myriad of custom designs every day. If I want a, a, a custom design or I want to buy catskin seats for my vehicle, what are, what are the basic rules? Because you you only keep seats or you only do seats in, in certain model years. Uh, if I have like a, a 1972 uh, Plymouth, you know, you're probably unlikely to, to be able to supply me with seats. Is it mostly newer vehicles that you work with? Well, uh, in fact, our company was founded in 1983 and we began producing leather interiors for vehicles in 1986. And in the mid-1990s, we started working with uh, digitized CAD equipment to, uh, to create digital files for all of our patterns. And so we really have patterns for most mid-market vehicles dating back to the mid-90s. Uh, we don't typically work with luxury vehicles because luxury vehicles come standard with leather interiors. So think of us as having a broad library of 4,000 vehicle applications dating back to the mid-90s for most mid-models that come standard with cloth. 
Brooks Mabry are going to be joining us again in the next segment of the show. If you'd like to see some of the very cool uh, interiors of vehicles that we've been doing, uh, you can check them out at ourautoexpert.com. Uh, there you can see some of the interiors we've done. And, of course, you can also go to catskin.com to see some of the things that Catskin do. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. On the phone with Brooks Mabry, talking about cat skin and some sexy interiors for your vehicle. I'm actually learning a lot more about cat skin than, than I ever knew. Uh, one of the things that uh, I'm super surprised at is uh, how specific these seats are to individual cars. They don't just fit over existing seats. Can I get them in crazy colors? Because... Uh, obviously, brown, black, and probably beige are all the big colors that everybody wants, but are they available in, in different materials, different colors? Absolutely. We have more than 120 color uh, options that you can choose from. As you can imagine, many of those are shades, as you mentioned, of black, gray, and beige, which you typically associate with auto interiors. But we have a lot of different accent colors and materials ranging from reds, uh, and red has become an exceptionally popular color in the last few years. Um, not only red, we have uh, yellow. We have uh, what I'll call electric greens. If you think about things like the Sublime Challenger from FCA, we have a matching green. Um, we have a lot of different accent colors, and people combine these accent colors in our interiors in subtle ways. Uh, you don't, don't think of an entire green seat, but think of a black seat with green accents and perhaps green stitching or piping that might complement it. There are many tasteful ways that you can use these colors uh, and materials. We also have carbon fiber materials and different leather embossings that you can integrate into these interiors. Now let's talk about pipings because uh, obviously you don't have to have the same color seat as piping, so pres presumably you can get a yellow seat with purple piping or a purple seat with yellow piping, or you can you can make some combinations. Absolutely. And many times people will have a black interior, but they'll choose a piping color that will match the exterior paint color of the vehicle. And it, it provides a, a really nice accent. We also have a specialty material, uh, a leather material that is finished black on the surface, but is dyed in the substrate of the leather with a, a more striking color. And then the leather is perforated with a square perforation. And you can see the, the accent color underneath the, the black finished leather around the edges of the square perforation. And so we offer that in yellow and red and blue. And many times people will combine that material in the insert areas of the interior and and then they will use an accent piping or double stitch to match that color. And so um, the interiors are very well coordinated. I am what I would like to call a creative person. So my mind is now running in 50 different directions, thinking of uh, color combinations and things I could do on the inside of my uh, car seats. I know that one of the things that luxury brands started to do in the last few years was to do the diamond stitching pattern on the um, inside of seats, uh, the quilted, like kind of like quilted diamond pattern. Is there different patterns for those seats that you can get as well as different colors? Uh, absolutely. And, and in fact, uh, Catskin has the capability to offer pattern stitching as well. Um, they're, they're CAD operated CNC sewing machines. 
And so uh, we have uh, an engineering team that develops CAD designs together with our pattern department, and, and we integrate those. And so if you think about one of those interior colors I mentioned earlier, uh, the sublime green color there, uh, I, I see Jeep Wranglers from time to time that will have a black interior with a green center section and then a diamond pattern uh, in inside, sewn inside that green area. It's very striking. On the phone with Brooks Mayberry from Catskin, we'll be talking more about how you can get the interior of your car looking shiny and sparkling. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Okay, so we've learned quite a bit in the first hour of the show. Uh, it's been very heavy, by the way, this show on aftermarket stuff. Uh, we learned an awful lot about uh, how we could do sexy wheels for our cars. And I didn't realize I went to a wheel store the other day and found out you can actually lease wheels for your car, which was a little bit scary to me. Uh, also, I like the idea of doing the seat covers with cat skin as well. Uh, are you going to this fashion show at LeMay? Yes. All right. I'm Jen, very excited. Are you? Yes. Are you going to get all like sexy, dressed up? Of like, course. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, is that PC? Am I allowed to say that? I don't care. All right. Sexy? <laughs> yeah. Well, we were talking about fashion and cars, so I guess I have to look that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, won't, it won't be an issue. You just got to get a date. Jenna looked delicious. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, delicious she, is definitely PC. <laughs> yeah, as, PC. As, as she walks down uh, the, the runway, or maybe you won't walk down the runway. Uh, please send us <laughs> post social media pictures of you sitting in cars in your fashion attire. Uh, coming up in the next hour of our auto expert, more of cool car stuff. We're also going to find out about some uh, things that you can do to your cars and some cool new stuff that's coming to market very soon. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, ourautoexpert.com. Como News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. It's a Northwest Lifestyle Weekend on Como News. Welcome to the Fast Lane. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Welcome to hour two of our auto expert. Um, I will say without any shadow of a doubt that apart from the Hyundai um, special concept car that they released in New York, the high-performance sports car, that the best car on the floor was the Maserati Levante Trofeo. This vehicle was outstanding in its looks. Even the fact that they had a matte silver color on the vehicle and the black wheels um, was just so much better. How how different is it from the, the regular Levante? Levante is the fact that it has, it's easy, you can see, because it has vents in the hood, which uh, show that it has the more powerful engine. Zero to 60 miles an hour in dot stupid time. Uh, stupid dot, time. Yeah, it, dot stupid. Yeah, it's, dot, it, it's point point it's stupid. Seriously fast, like uh, what three point seven seconds? It's something. It's, it's so fast. I remember going to test drive the Ferrari FF in uh, Italy, and I think it had the same zero to sixty mile an hour time. No, maybe it was three point four, but do it you, was pretty close. Do you remember the last Levante we had? Yes, New York Auto Show two years ago. So you was said it it's York? Trofeo. No, it's LA. LA LA Auto Show. Yeah. So it's Trofeo. No, it's, it's a Levante trophy. Levante. So Trofeo. it's a, so it's a Maserati trophy. Oh. That's what 
Levante Trofeo Trophy. Is. That's well, Trofeo. Trofeo is their racing, their race cars. Right. So it's a Trofeo, and and it which has five hundred and ninety horsepower. Which means brum brum trophy. Yeah. Trofeo means trophy. Crazy. All right. More Thank you, facts. Google, for your Italian <laughs> uh, dictionary translator. Translate. Yeah, yeah. Google Translate, really awesome. Uh, this vehicle is pretty amazing, um, and I want one, but I don't think I have $100,000 to throw down because that's about how much they're going to be. I mean, they start less than that. But I'll take one of those Bugattis that was there. Oh, <gasps> uh, yeah, but it's at 3.27 like million. Yeah. Millions of dollars. Yeah, millions. but Nick and I already did that. Did, been there, done yeah. that. We drove one. Oh, uh, you guys yeah. drove a Veyron. This was a Chiron. Yeah, I know. And it's a brand new version. Chiron Sport, actually. Yeah. Nick which knows. is 400 pounds lighter than the Chiron. It has a number Chiron. 16 in the grill, and I had to look up what that means because people were asking if that was its race number. It's just no, to let everybody it's not. know. It's not, that's not what its race number is. It's just it's to not. let everybody know that you have 16 valves. No, it's not. It's not. It's you have to be over sixteen to drive. Oh. You have to be over sixteen to look at it. Yeah, to look at it. If you're, um, you know what? If I was rich, I wouldn't be, because I'd spend all my money on cars. You know what? If I ever won, <laughs> that would be the best Infinite thing. Infinite wishes. Yeah, if I win the lottery, I want to like go to work and bring everybody keys, and then have them go outside and try to figure out which car is theirs and the people I don't like. Might not get a very good car. Oh, you're nasty. Mine says quick set. You're nasty. <laughs> you're no. nasty. No, at least I got him something. The keys. Doesn't fit anything. Ha! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's this door. It's, yeah. <laughs> I got this little it's office. The, it's a trap door. Like it's it fits a, a trap door with a 400 car. foot drop. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun, though? Everybody wants if you win, for other people. If you win the lottery, what's the one thing you'd want to do with, with for your parents? Oh, I'd take my dad down. We'll get matching uh, Lamborghinis. Would you? Oh yeah. Your dad would cry. And then and then He'd be so I'd happy. build a track and then we could race all day. Really? Your dad <laughs> I can't imagine your dad's face. I will you take your dad to the motorcycle show at the Harley Davidson dealer or something like that. No, You're, he already you, has that. I know, but he yeah, gets but so tell excited. Him pick anything no, he, he he'd lose it. Your dad <laughs> would wants, lose it. He man. wants a sixty three split window. Oh my god. That's what about the rest of the car? car? Yeah. Just the window? <laughs> yeah, he wants the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then I luck. want a fifty seven. Bel Money Air? is no object. That's yeah. what you want? 57 Corvette. Oh, uh, I thought Bel Air. Okay. No, Corvette. Money is no object. Or What's a 53 yours, Ryan? first year. What's yeah. yours, Ryan? Money is no object. Uh, Mazda RX-7. The old one? FD. No. A Mazda? The last one. Yeah. Really? Rotary. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Really? I just was Oh, asking. my gosh. The rotary engine has been known to make 1,000 horsepower since yeah. 1999. And who was the first one I wonder one how long Ryan it? would live. And just how long do you think Ryan would live if he got a thousand horsepower? Days. Uh, hours. <laughs> Clearly, from this period. first segment, two, hour two is way downhill. You, you might even not want to listen because it's going to get even worse <laughs> for the next uh, the next hour or so. Our auto expert will be right back. Stay tuned. There's more to come with Nick Miles on Como News. It's our auto expert on Como News. Here's more with Nick Miles. 
Welcome back to our auto experts. Um, one of the things I love to do is spend money on my cars. Every single person in this room does, right, Jen? Yeah, I have a huge list already. You have, well, yeah, you have a huge list for uh, for things you're going to buy off of our next guest's website. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, we've done several project vehicles in which we've spent $25,000 on buying parts for cars. You've spent $25,000. I spent $25,000 <laughs> on buying parts for cars. And this next guy is, is destined to be our new best friend. Uh, Richard Rayner is from Car. ID. Um, now, let's first of all talk about the fact that you, a car ID, if somebody doesn't know, basically has everything you could possibly buy for your car on, on the website, especially things like uh, accessories of headlights, pet cages, that type of thing. Uh, but Richard, you were in the new, you were at the New York International Auto Show, looking at some of the newest new cars, trucks, and SUVs which were uh, being introduced by automakers. Because obviously, you are the guy that's uh, getting all the parts together for those new cars. What caught your eye on the sh- on the show floor? Well, first of all, hi, Nick. I'm really happy to be uh, here with you. Uh, I love going to the New York Auto Show. I've been going there really my whole life. I'm from New York. Uh, people think of New York as a not-car-friendly town, yet if you saw the uh, crowds that pour through there, you would certainly change your mind about that. There was so much I was uh, excited about seeing cars I've been reading about for quite a while that I got to see in the metal uh, for the first time. Let me, let me just pick and choose a couple of highlights. Uh, the Kia Stinger. And Kia, as you know, and maybe your audience is aware, you know, Kia is part of Hyundai. Uh, We think of them as a mainstream brand making cars for the masses. Uh, The Koreans are relatively new to the American marketplace, but we've seen this act before where a new brand comes in, they start off slow, they may have some quality issues, they go back, they improve, they come out with better cars, they gain more market acceptance, and wow, talk about coming out of left field with a rear-wheel drive sports sedan in a market that is saturated with crossovers and trucks and people were literally almost literally drooling over the stingers and of course you know that kia stinger has really put a lot of attention to the brand and now their new vehicles they're all saying and carries the design of the stinger into things like the k900 and the optima which they introduced in new york but on top of that too uh, the suv crowd was huge in new york you know new cadillac xt4 uh, there was a whole bunch of new, uh, new metal on the floor, including new Hyundais, new Subarus. Uh, you know, the SUV explosion is really big. And clearly, when people step up to an SUV, it's a lot more money out of their pocket. So probably Car ID is the perfect place to shop for the extras if you end up getting closer to a base model. Well, absolutely. And just to talk about that, about what we do with the website, I've been with the company over seven years now. When we started, really, we were focusing more on customization and accessories. It didn't have to be high-dollar stuff either. Floor mats, chrome trim for the outside, a higher output bulb. These are things that, frankly, the, the, the average consumer can afford. We also really specialized early on in, in wheels and tires, which are still big. What I've been so excited to be part of, uh, being part of this company, is how we have grown and taken it now into repair parts and performance parts. You need brakes for your car? We've got uh, pads, rotors, calipers that will compete with anything you can get at your local uh, auto parts store. You want performance brakes? We've got that, the brand names you recognize, as well as some others where maybe you can save a a few bucks, uh, shocks, 
Uh, lift kits for trucks. You talk about trucks being big. That's really one of the big, big things that, that we do are suspension lift kits for it, uh, for pickup trucks. And again, going back to what I saw at the show, uh, you know, I'm reminded of this because, as you correctly said, Nick, this is what Americans are buying are crossovers and, and, and trucks. Right. And Jen is looking at the website here. What year is your Camaro, Jen? It's a 1999. So she has a 99 Camaro and she's just Ooh. turned her, she just turned her, a uh, computer around to show me she's found a body kit and she said it's not just the front it's the back and the sides for $750 this is perfect well, you should see the smile on her face Richard it is very difficult to find parts for my Camaro they don't make them anymore so I might as well oh just gosh. get it all replaced at the same time you may as well. yeah. yeah, you made a day already alright yes. we're going to take a, a quick break here Richard when we come back I want to talk to you about uh, some things that we are working on and find out what your suggestions are because we have a couple of interesting projects we're working on and maybe you can suggest some cool stuff for us. So we'll do that when we come back on Our Auto Expert. Keep your radio tuned to Como News. More Our Auto Expert is on the way. He's Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Welcome back to Our Auto Expert on the phone from Car ID, Richard Rena. Uh, Richard, uh, we have a project that we're working on, which is going to be unveiled at SEMA in uh, this uh-huh. fall, and it's, uh, it's something we're doing with Nissan. Uh, and I'll tell you, and you maybe have some suggestions, because Ryan's got pretty excited. He's on his computer over here looking at carid.com, and he found some stuff. So well, we realized that during disasters that there was uh, everyone was coming to car, tr- car companies, truck companies, and saying, hey, guys, uh, you know, there's been a hurricane in Texas, or there's mudslides or fires in California. Uh, can we get some trucks to go rescue some animals or uh, help move some people or whatever it is? And Car companies were always struggling to respond to that at the last minute because they didn't have a surplus of trucks ready to go. So what we're doing is uh, we're going to launch our very first uh, Nissan Titan truck. And we're going to uh, we're going to hopefully have about 50 of these trucks. Um, and uh, this one that's going to be unveiled in SEMA is going to be an animal rescue rig. And the idea is we build these animal rescue rigs. And then what we do is we uh, have them ready to go. And when there's a disaster, we ship them to the local animal organization who use them to rescue the animals and then return them to us when they're done. And then we, uh, we get them back up to speed ready for the next disaster. So we've got to build this Nissan Titan that is an animal rescue vehicle. And Ryan just pointed out that on carid.com, we could buy all the cages for the back because you have kind of these dog cages ready to go for the truck beds. Uh, in those yes. vehicles, right? Yes, we do. In fact, there is on our website, there are special sections that are devoted to uh, accessories for, for anyone who's, who's traveling with an animal. To all different kinds of cages as well as uh, uh, seat covers. Uh, there's even covers that will help protect uh, the inner door panels so you can uh, safely travel with your pet as well as protect the inside of your car. Let me give a tip of the hat to you. That is a, a phenomenal uh, thing you folks are doing. It really, uh, really is wonderful to hear. Yeah, maybe what you can do is uh, we'll, we'll send you a list of our ideas and maybe you can suggest some products that we can, uh, we can go to and, uh, and buy for the, for the vehicle. Um, presumably you can do, I know body kits are a huge thing, but presumably you can do, uh, you can do things like, um, lights and, uh, and, you know, maybe sort of certain special flashing lights or spotlights or searchlights, those type of things as well at Car ID. 
Yeah, we're really big in the lighting section. Uh, I'm just thinking now top of mind with something like a truck. I could picture this uh, with a with a lift kit on it, Nick. Uh, larger wheels and tires would give you a lot more traction if you're going into an area that's been uh, decimated by a natural disaster. Uh, uh, Heavier-duty bumpers, front and rear. Um, outside roll bars uh, on the outside of the Titan. You said it's a Titan, right? Nissan Titan. Yeah, Nissan Titan XD with uh, with spotlights on that. I mean, it really could be. And these things are not overly expensive either. Uh, these are things that, in combination, will give uh, a unique look to the truck. Will make it, I think, quite obvious what it's there to do, and will protect you and, and keep your crew safe. Also, whoever's motoring the vehicle. Let, let's keep in mind that we've got to keep them safe and uh, be able to, to get into certain areas and be able to get out with pets or whatever they're going in to rescue. So there's lots of lots of choices there, lots of opportunity. I I may need uh, I may need plenty of time online with some of your uh, one of some of your customer service people because I have questions of things I want to buy. Uh, Richard, it's been really great to talk to you, um, and I'm going to be spending a lot of money with you over the next few weeks. Thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. That is uh, Richard from CarID.com, and uh, be careful if you go on the website, you're going to spend money. Como News. There's more to come with Nick Miles. Stay tuned. Our auto expert will be right back. Como News. Time to set it on cruise control. This is our auto expert. Here's Nick Miles. Joining us as he does every week, Anton Wallman's here. Uh, Anton, there has been discussions ever since Trump took power about the EPA standards and whether we would maintain the schedule initially set out by our last president, President Obama, who had a reduction in the amount of pollutants going into the atmosphere by car makers. But it seems that the current administration are looking at putting brakes on that. What's the pros? What's the cons in this situation? Yeah, so the proposal that seems to be coming to the table here is that the new average fuel consumption standards would be frozen for three years from 2022 to 2025 at the 2022 level. And the background to that is that the automakers have been pointing out to the government that the cars would simply become too expensive in order to comply with ever-increasing fuel economy standards. So either the cars get many thousands of dollars more expensive, or the automakers would have to eat the losses and basically lose billions and billions of dollars. And at least for the moment, it seems like the current EPA administration seems to be saying, look, Let's wait until we get to 2022 and freeze that level for three years, and then we'll see uh, after 2025 how things shape up and what's affordable at that point. Now, what's changed here? Because clearly things have changed because when the, these CAFE standards or when these EPA standards were laid out uh, by the last administration, they didn't believe that vehicles would become too expensive with them. So something's changed in the administrations. That is correct. Basically, the previous administration did not pay a lot of concern to the issue of affordability. They simply wanted to have a very high average MPG number out there. The one that you read on paper was like 54 miles per gallon. In reality, that translated to like 42 based on the actual driving cycle. But never mind, 
the bottom line was going to be that the automakers would have had to put very expensive powertrains, very heavy electrification with very expensive batteries and other gear into their fleet mix, and people would uh, essentially be forced to buy smaller cars that would you know would have less power. And with these new rules, they uh, they don't have to get quite that extreme. So that's the thing that changed is that uh, there's a concern for affordability versus uh, uh, having people drive uh, cars that uh, consume that much less fuel. People who have been talking about this pointed out that there could be a, I guess, a, a negative of reducing the uh, fuel emissions and the EPA standards. Because if if it keeps the price of vehicles down, Americans are going to buy larger vehicles. And then with things like the loans on these vehicles being 70 months and people taxing themselves at 100% of their income capacity in uh, buying bigger and more expensive vehicles, if there's a shift in the price of fuel, that could end with a lot of families returning their vehicles with unpaid loans on them. Well, in terms of the uh, loan amounts, they're uh, you know driven by a, a series of factors. But the most important thing is that if cars are more expensive, fewer people can buy them with cash, right? So more people have to loan higher amounts over longer periods of time. So by reducing these standards, the car uh, you know, cars are instead of costing thirty five thousand, they might cost thirty or or some something along those lines. Therefore, they don't have to borrow quite as much money as to what it what that would mean for actual fuel prices, and I think fuel prices will be driven by a series of other factors, I mean, on the international oil market, for example, and refinery capacity and so forth. So it's not clear that this will necessarily impact fuel prices, but what it will clearly impact is the price to purchase the automobile to begin with. And if the car doesn't cost quite as much, then consumers don't have to borrow quite as much to buy the same car. All right, Anton Wallman with us. Uh, we'll be back talking with him more about a new car company that uh, launched a vehicle uh, alongside everybody launching theirs at New York. And it could be electric. It could be in market within the next couple of years. And there's a familiar name at the head of the company. That's coming up on Our Auto Expert. More Our Auto Expert with Nick Miles is coming up on Como News. Charge your engines, and they're off. Back to our auto expert, Nick Miles. This is Como News. Welcome back to our auto expert. Still on the phone with us, Anton Wallman. We're talking about the latest in trends in the automotive industry, and one of those trends emerging uh, alongside, in tandem, as you would say, with the New York International Auto Show. Uh, there is the smell of a new car company being launched, and it has a familiar face or familiar name at the head of the car company, Anton. That's right. That's Martin Eberhard, the original founder of Tesla. So he went on after having been kicked out of Tesla by Elon Musk uh, back about a decade ago to join a couple of other little entities, but he eventually founded a little uh, startup himself called Inevit, together with a business partner of his. And he sold that a little over six months six months ago to a Chinese company that operates under the name of SF Motors. 
And this entity has also purchased the old Hummer factory in Indiana. So this Chinese company is going to manufacture its next-generation electric cars both in China as well as in Indiana. And that makes it a little bit unique compared to many of the other electric car startups that have factories in some cases only in the United States or only in China. And now that we're uh, treading into uncertain waters with respect to whether there will be some sort of newly erected trade barriers between China and the United States or not, and this maybe will sort itself out over a long period of time. If you have production capabilities in both countries, you will be prepared to deal with this situation no matter what. So this will be very interesting to see if this new startup can come to market with this new crossover all-electric car with about 300 miles of range. If you remember from CES in January, there's a new Chinese-centered company called Byton, led by a couple of former BMW executives that unveiled this beautiful electric car. This car kind of reminded me of that one. It also reminds me a little bit about the new Audi e-tron Sportback that will be out within the next or so year. So this, look, this, this could be a very interesting new offering in the market when it comes to uh, production here at the end of 2019. Knowing all the struggles that Tesla have, do you think these companies are going to get a sure footing or are they going to end up uh, sinking and drowning? Well, it, this is an inherently tough market for any new entrant because the car business is notoriously low margin, very capital intensive, and has huge hurdles for the, when it comes to sales and support and all of these things that are not very glamorous. This entity appears to be backed by a larger Chinese conglomerate and their unique ability to produce their cars both in the United States and in China, seemingly from almost day one, probably gives them slightly higher uh, chance than some of these other startups in making it through uh, such a difficult startup phase. So the company that Martin Eberhard sold to this entity had been specializing in developing a new type of a battery pack that can more easily be serviced and to, to be taken apart in case need should arise. Remember, a battery pack in an all-electric car could weigh the better part of about a 1,000 pounds. And to deal with this a huge behemoth that's sitting in the floor pan of the car requires normally a lot of effort. And the technology that this company had would potentially make that a little bit easier. Uh, are these companies privately owned or are they publicly held in China? How does that work? I believe this one is a privately held company, but I, I, I'm, I, I don't quite remember for sure. But I think this was more of a privately held situation. Most of the Chinese companies are. The exceptions are companies like BYD and Geely that are publicly traded. But many of these other startups are privately held. Anton Wallman, always a pleasure to speak to you. Uh, I know we can see all of your stuff at Seeking Alpha, and we'll look forward to talking again, talking with you again next week on the show. Take care. Keep listening. Nick Miles, our auto expert, is moments away on Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Como News 1000, FM 97.7. Jump right in and put the pedal to the floor. Our auto expert with Nick Miles continues. Well, thanks for listening to our auto expert. I'm sure you have uh, already spent a whole bunch of money online now buying stuff that we've talked about and uh, shopping for new cars. I apologize for that if you uh, spent your retirement savings while listening to this show. Of course, we are available 24-7, and you can just go to ourautoexpert.com. Uh, just click in the website, download the podcast, listen to it all the time. There's 
uh, hours and hours and hours of shows sitting right there that you can listen to and enjoy. And, of course, we'll be back next week. But in the meantime, you can have us 24-7 online, uh, of course, at the website, but also at our social media channels. You can just go to Our Auto Expert on Facebook. You can go to Our Auto Expert on Instagram and on Twitter. The cool part about this is that you can actually uh, follow the hashtags on Instagram and see everything that we do, which means that you can see all the breaking car news as things happen. Uh, New models, uh, news about buying cars, and new technologies. It's all listed at all the social media platforms. And, of course, uh, the website has a bunch of reviews. You can see some of the cars we've been test driving, even watch some of our TV segments and make fun of us. I definitely have a face for radio. Until next week. Como News 1000 FM 97.7. Our auto expert with Nick Miles will be right back.